Thank you for finding us, episode three of the Dave Llewellyn podcast. And whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on any of the podcast platforms, we welcome you to the conversation today. Truly excited about the conversation today. You know, we are covering a range of topics on this podcast, sports stories, newsmakers, and difference makers. And uh, our guests today can fall into both of the latter two categories, newsmakers and also difference makers. Uh, very, very excited to introduce to you today, uh, Michael Black is the principal at Detroit Loyola High School, and David Smith is the president of Detroit Loyola High School. Uh, very pleased to have both of you with us today. Welcome. Pleased to be here. Great to be here, Dave. Thanks. Let's talk about the newsmaker part of this right off the bat, and that is the Empower Loyola campaign. And I guess first, David, give me a little bit of, and our viewers and, and listeners, Loyola High School in Detroit, located where, briefly, the history of this school. Yeah, thanks, David. We really appreciate being on here on your podcast. Uh, uh, Loyola is located on the northwest side of the city of Detroit at Fankel and near Wyoming. Uh, we are on the campus of the old St. Francis de Sales Parish. We've been there now for 30 years. Uh, Loyola is a uh, all-male uh, high school. Uh, it's a Jesuit Catholic school. And uh, we're now celebrating our 30th year. It was opened in 1993. It's a unique joint venture between the Archdiocese of Detroit and the Jesuits. Uh, 30 years ago, there was a real challenge in the city mm -hmm. of Detroit, uh, especially with African-American males and a very low high school graduation rate. Mm -hmm. And it's a really remarkable story and a, kind of a grand experiment between the Archdiocese and the Jesuits to open the school. So uh, we're, we're going strong. We're, we're glad to be in the neighborhood that we're in. And uh, we just celebrated our 13th straight year of 100% uh, uh, acceptance into college by all of our seniors. So, And that is an incredible uh, aspect of the success of that school. Yes. Yeah, and I think it's a testament to the faculty and staff uh, and the parents that choose to send uh, their sons to us at Loyola. We are, we are located in one of the most economically challenged part of the city of Detroit, and our parents have a choice to send their sons to any number of schools, including public schools, but they choose to send them to Loyola. And we're, we're glad to have them there, and we're, we have a, a wonderful, dedicated staff that helped develop in them into men for others. And Michael Black is part of that dedicated staff, the principal of the school. Yes. Michael Black, also a graduate of Loyola High School in Detroit, now back to serve others. Yeah, I've, I've been blessed to be back now 15 years. I was a member of our fifth graduating class, class of 2001. Uh, and probably the best decision my parents made for me was to send me there. Um, I believe it changed the trajectory of my life, and now I'm trying to help do the others, do the same for others. How did it change the trajectory of your life? Well, I, I, I was able to be amongst a, a staff that was really passionate for my, um, my success. Uh, they really poured into me uh, more than my previous educational experience, um, as well as I was around kids who are kind of like-minded like, like myself um, and families who really wanted better for their children. 
and um, it helped, you know, me want more for myself, um, which it helped, you know, plant a seed of, of college. I don't think I ever thought about college prior to coming to Loyola. Um, and I, I got a confidence that not only I could go, I could do well. And you did, Syracuse University, yeah. and then made a decision uh, to join the military. Yes, I, I, my time at Syracuse, uh, Syracuse is a very expensive school, yes. <laughs> so I, I made a decision at the time to uh, join the military to kind of help fund my education. Um, and I was better for it because I got a lot of things out of, out of the uh, U.S. Army that I don't think I would have been able to get had I not made that decision for myself. Yeah. All right, yeah. we'll talk more about your background okay. and now the uh, impact you're having on other young men who mm -hmm. followed you to Loyola. But Empower Loyola, the campaign, it's a $9 million campaign that you're in the midst of. In your 30th year, uh, you want to build a chapel. And there hasn't been new Catholic buildings in, De in the city of Detroit in years, David. Yeah, it, it's true. We're really excited about the campaign. And one of the biggest elements is the fact that uh, we are going to be building a, a new Catholic chapel, and it'll be the first one, as far as we know, in almost 60 years. Um, about uh, two years ago, uh, we got a number of members of the Loyola community, different stakeholders, students, parents, board members, to get together and decide what do we want to do for the future. And the three big things that came out of that is that we wanted to improve the experience for our students, including the experience of their spiritual formation. And therefore, we determined that we wanted to, to rebuild the chapel that had previously been there. But also, we determined that you know, we needed to continue to um, fund uh, scholarships for our students so they could come and get a Loyola education. And finally, uh, be, we wanted to keep and retain our very dedicated and, and talented teachers. So we also had to have an element to make sure that we were competitive as far as teacher compensation. So those are the three parts of the campaign um, that we're out there with. Uh, improving the experience by improving our campus, uh, raising money for more scholarships, as well as making sure that we're funding our teachers. And it's a $9 million campaign, and you're already uh, what, six and a half million roughly in? Yeah, thankfully, we, we've been blessed for 30 years with, with wonderful donors and benefactors um, that uh, have helped support the school year on year. And in, additionally, now we are, we're almost over two-thirds of the way there to our goal. But we still, have, we still have a ways to go, but we're excited. We're in a position where we can actually start uh, the construction of the new chapel. We were, we were lucky a couple of weeks ago, uh, fortunate to have a groundbreaking ceremony, and we had a number of uh, folks there, including the Archbishop, representatives from the city, representatives from the Jesuits, and it was just a very happy time to celebrate that we're actually gonna get started on it. And the fact that you're making that uh, commitment, that investment in that neighborhood as well, uh, the changes to the campus will will benefit the neighborhood, I'm guessing, in, in numerous ways. Yeah, we've been very lucky to have good relationships with the city of Detroit, our District 2 manager, our city councilwoman, as well as uh, the Bethune Community Association. Uh, we think there'll be an opportunity. This new chapel certainly will be, will be used for our morning prayer and our occasional masses, but we're also designing it in such a way where we can use it for um, for other formal occasions. Um, if we wanted to have a speaker series or a concert um, or some kind of more formal community meeting, 
we could use it in that way. So we're trying to be very purposeful in making sure that as we, we've decided to be in this neighborhood for 30 years and we want to make sure that we're a good neighbor yeah. and we're a good member of the community. Michael, talk to me a little bit more about the decision to attend Loyola. Was that, was that, you know, were you <laughs> behind that? Was that parents, grandparents? I mean, how did you get to Loyola in the oh, first place? Well, I was, I was, I was uh, told I was going to Loyola. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my mom and, and my dad they made uh, the decision for me that because um, I had come up in the public school system, uh, they wanted me in a smaller environment where I had a little bit. Uh, less distractions. Um, I was probably an average student um, come, you know, my educational career, and my mom thought I could probably do a little bit better mm -hmm. um, if they, if some of the distractions that, you know, bothered me were, were filtered out. So um, it was, it was the best decision my parents made for me, you know. And the religious aspect, I mean, I don't know if you were Catholic growing up, but it mm -hmm. is a Catholic uh, religious, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, educational institution uh, did that fit with uh, young Michael Black growing up? Well, I, you know, I was, I would, I would probably say I was a holiday Christian growing mm -hmm. up. I was in church for a lot of the major holidays. Yeah. Uh, Loyola planted a seed of spirituality in, mm -hmm. in me, with, you know, through the four years of theology classes, the retreats that you go on, and morning prayer um, daily. So, you know, the the Jesuit priests that were there, and um, they were they were just phenomenal people. And I'm still friends with a lot of them to, to this day. Yeah. Uh, so it, that sense of spirituality was placed in me, and it blossomed into my, my adult life, where I, I'm pretty very, very much involved in my, my, my church. Yeah. And, and that, is, uh, that is something that is benefiting, you know, certainly your classmates mm -hmm. and students that have followed you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And not only them, as well as my, my children, because, you know, now they're being raised um, pretty different, with a different sense of spirituality that I didn't have prior, and I think I'm getting now, and I'm giving, giving them, and it's, it's easy to see that daily. I, I like participating in mm -hmm. our morning prayer um, and giving back and telling kids about my journey and hopefully them making their, their connecting, you know, to their spirituality. 150 students in the school, yes. so it's, it's not... It's not an overly large school. I mean, the relationship, and Michael, you could speak to this with teachers and mm -hmm. students. I mean, you know your teachers. Yeah, it's, it's hard to hide, as, as we, <laughs> we say. <laughs> Our class size is about 12 to 15 yeah. kids, so the teachers can understand just where your strengths are, just where your weaknesses are, and um, they can really push you. And they're not necessarily trying to manage classes, like some, you know, which is the case for a lot of educators in a lot of other schools. So we're very fortunate. Our kids, um, you know, you have to do well because we, you know, you're not allowed to fail. Is not an option, which is why we've we've achieved the 13 years of 100% uh, college success. And for any community, mm -hmm. that is remarkable. Uh, for the city of Detroit and David, you mentioned the, you know, the, the the economic challenge, if you will, of of residents in the neighborhood. That is incredible, 100% uh, college acceptance mm -hmm. uh, over the last 13 years. You all have to be extremely proud of that. Yeah, very proud. I'm excited that it's a part of our culture now. It's not something that we really have to push. Uh, October is our college ap application month for our kids. Um, we're, the month of October is all things college, so the kids are very excited about applying and, and you know, planning out the next step uh, of their life. Yeah, and I think I would, I would add, too, is that 
you know, we, as, as Michael said, success or failure is not an option. We expect everyone to be accepted into college. Uh, but we're, we also encourage our young men to focus on being successful members of the communities and leaders of their family. So, for example, in our last graduating class, out of the 30 young men who graduated, 25 are, are attending college this fall. But three decided that they wanted to go into a trades program. Mm-hmm. Um, as part of our Loyola Work Experience Program, we have a relationship with the Carpenters and Millwrights Union. So three of them have decided to go down that path. And two of them, like Michael, uh, decided to take a, a go, uh, join the military. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's not lost, too, is that we have Michael and three other alumni who are on the staff. So these are accomplished young men who, who graduated from Loyola, went on, got their degree, and decided to come back and work at Loyola. And I think those role models play a big part in the success of our young men. We know educating uh, students is... Uh, you know, is an expensive thing, and that's no different at Loyola or or any other school, public or private. Um, and I know you have tuition assistance programs to allow students to attend Loyola, and it's something that's needed. And in this campaign, Empower Loyola, you're you're helping to to add to that to make sure that monies are available for more kids to have this opportunity. Talk to me about the the cost of a Loyola education and and how you uh, are able to make it affordable for you know many families to attend and get a Loyola education. Yeah, we are we are because of our model because we go with smaller class sizes as Michael you know we some of our guys come to us maybe a year or so behind in different classes. The smaller classroom sizes help us catch those guys up so they can, they can accept it to college. But because of that, it drives our cost up per student. Um, so it costs about $20,000 per year to serve each of our students. Um, uh, and our average tuition received um, is about $1,200. Um, and that, for many of our families, that's a big commitment. Sure. We ask all of our families um, make a contribution, but we have to, to close that gap. It's a pretty big gap. And we are, we're blessed to have some assistance from the archdiocese and the Jesuits, but mostly it's from fundraising. The other thing that we do is our juniors and seniors work one day a week um, their entire junior and senior years. And we have wonderful corporate sponsors in our Loyola Work Experience Program. And that program helps offset about 15% of our budget. So our young men... First of all, they're getting a wonderful opportunity to spend time in a local business or a law firm or a hospital where they have great access to adult mentors. So it's, it's wonderfully formational for them, but it also helps us offset costs. But, uh, but the rest is a lot of fundraising from wonderful people who believe, and people believe in us for a lot of different reasons. If you believe in Catholic education, uh, if you believe in Catholic education in the city of Detroit, if you believe in the development of young African-American teens in the city of Detroit, um, we have a a wide and diverse group of people who support us. And they have been supporting you for 30 years in many cases. Yeah, many of them are, are have been with us for 30 years. We every every October we have a, a dinner we call the Legacy Dinner and it was really designed for our legacy donors, those folks that have been with us for 30 years. 
and we'll have another one on November 1st. But now it's also we celebrate the legacy of men like Michael. And that's the real legacy of the place, are the young men that went to Loyola, and they are contributing back to the, uh, to the community. What was the draw for you, Michael, to come back, you know, to come back to the school that, uh, in a sense, sent you on your way to success? What was the attraction that brought you back? Well, one thing I, I think I got from Loyola was your responsibility in this world is to others. I know what Loyola did for me, and I wanted to be. I wanted to help do that for other young men. Uh, so when I got the opportunity to come back, I considered it a blessing, and um, you know I haven't haven't left since. And you've served a number of roles, number of roles. to the point now <laughs> where this year you're the principal of yeah, the school. Yeah, which is which is a pretty surreal feeling. <laughs> I never thought I would be, um, you know, in education in high school, much less the principal a principal in in the principal of my own high school. So um, sometimes I, you know, I'm in my office and I kind of laugh and I'm smiling at that, you know, the kid I was at 17 years old, um, coming in that same office talking to Father Dave at the time. And, and you know, I, it's, it's pretty cool to, to be in, you know, in the big chair now. <laughs> but what an opportunity for you to connect yeah. uh, with these young men. Yeah freshman, sophomore, mm -hmm. you know, that, that are entering Loyola. Mm -hmm. And it's like, look, I'm one of, yeah. I'm one of you. Yeah. As I, I tell kids all the time, um, if I could do it, you could do it. You know, it's easy, uh, you know, for people to tell you, but it's, it's, it's better for kids. I think kids connecting to kids today, if they see, you know, like, well, wow, Mr. Black did this, you know, and he turned out okay, maybe I'll be all right as well. And I tell them all the time that, Hopefully one day I'm, you know, I'm training my replace my eventual replacements sure. in, the, in the hall right now. Um, so I hope I'm doing a good job so he understands the Loyola way and we just have a great culture. And now the kids get to see alums on, on staff. It makes sense. It connects to what you're trying to tell them in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. And you've done a number of roles leading yeah. up to this. I mean, you've been a coach. You've been a, a mentor and, yes. and in all these roles. Yes. Yeah, done a lot of things through Loyola. Um, just very blessed and kind of to serve the school wherever they needed me at the time. And, um, you know, this was the, the latest call. And, you know, St. Ignatius teaches us to respond, you know, so. And that's what I'm trying to do for the, for the community. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun watching the, uh, the students walk in for boarding prayer every morning because Michael's always there right at the door greeting them. And there's, I call it a mixture of respect and love and fear yeah. and, 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 and the right, right balance uh, <laughs> right. as they walk in every morning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just challenge them to be the best versions of themselves. And, and uh, you know, for, for young men, young people mm -hmm. in general, you know, hey, they're learning. Yeah. They're learning who they are mm -hmm. and they're learning how to exist in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's part of your job is to show the way. Yeah, I, I try to meet them where, you know, the loyal way is to, t to meet them where they are, and that's everything, spiritually, educationally, socially, and then bring them along to be great men for the world and, you know, men for others, men for Detroit. Yeah. So we're talking about uh, Loyola High School. Um, do you both feel that in some ways this is still a, even though you've been around for 30 years, that this in some ways is still the best kept secret in the, in the city of Detroit, this opportunity? <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I'm very biased, but <laughs> uh, yes, uh, but I think, you know, the beauty about Loyola, as, as we get a lot older, more people are, are finding out about us. 
Um, this latest campaign is hopefully going to be a game changer for us um, where, you know, people are knocking down the doors to, to get in oil. Yeah, and I, I think we're we're doing our best to, to get the word out about what we're doing. I think the best way for us to get the word out is is really to talk about our great alumni and our graduates and tell their stories of what they're doing. We now um, our our first graduating class was 1997. So um, our, our oldest graduates are now turning in their 40s. Someone yeah. just celebrated his 40th birthday. And, <laughs> and so now it's like this, there are rich stories that we can tell yeah. about how they've gone out and they've done well for themselves, for mm -hmm. their families, and now they're doing well to, to give back to their communities. All right, so how do others give back? You have this campaign. Uh, we'll put links certainly in show notes and things like that. But... If someone hears our conversation today, is impressed by Michael and David, the Loyola uh, story and mission, how do people uh, support your efforts going forward? Yeah, that's a great question, and I can give you a whole list of ways of how you can support Loyola. The first thing I always like to ask is that for Loyola, it's, you really don't understand it until you, you kind of feel it and you're in relationships. So the number one thing I always recommend is if you can find time as you're going up and down the lodge or right off the Wyoming exit, come by and see us. Um, anytime, we, we love having visitors. Every first Thursday of every month, we have something we call Mission Thursdays. At 8.30, we have coffee and donuts, and, and it's just an open house for anybody who wants to come by. So the first thing we always say is, you know, get to know us a little bit. Come by or come to one of our events. And then, then, we, then people see what we do, and they say, well, how can I help? And then we go through the list of things. Of course, you can give a donation. You can be, if you have a business, you can sponsor one of our students in our Loyola Work Experience Program. We have a wonderful Tigers event in the, uh, in, the, uh, in the summer, early summer. Come to one of our events, get to know more of our staff, faculty, and students. And it, it, it keeps going on. With The last thing I, I'll put a plug in for is the Empower Loyola campaign. If, there's a lot of different ways that you can donate and help, either help us rebuild the chapel or build scholarships for our students. Well, and scholarships, Michael, I mean, uh, maybe from your own experience, but certainly for the general Loyola student, that, that's critically important. And, and, and from your own experience, I'm sure that is something that you would ask of, of others to help give opportunity to young people. Yeah, uh, as Dave uh, you know, alluded to, $20,000 is, is a very big gap to try to make up. So a lot of our families wouldn't be able to go for Loyola, for, afford a Loyola if um, right. we pass that cost of, of tuition onto them. So I'm, I'm very thankful for our donors who help support our mission and the dream of Loyola um, because that makes, it makes it possible for young men like myself um, to get this education and go on and do greater things with their life. And, and that's what we all want, right? We all want our kids. Yeah. Uh, and, in, and in this case, you know, it's 150 of your kids. Mm -hmm. You want each and every one of them to, to be successful mm -hmm. and to be able to pursue the dreams that, uh, that, that they have. Yeah. Yeah, you just you want. I, I try to level the playing field for our guys. Uh, you know, I want them to have the opportunity to achieve whatever th their dreams will be. Um, and part of that is is knowing you can do it, and, and being surrounded by a community like Loyola that helps instill that confidence in you that you can be the next game changer. Um, and as we we tell our graduates, you know, every year once you leave here, you go forth and you set the world afire. 
The, the uh, academic opportunities, which you mentioned, David, the work experience as well. I mean, there's athletics in the school. I mean, what other, what other offerings are there that, that really help round out, you know, a developing young person as well? Yeah, I, I think I would, I would you've, you've hit on a lot of them, is that we, we try to approach it academic formation. Uh, we also have athletic formation. We have some pretty good athletic teams. Uh, spiritual formation is a, a big part of what we do. And then social-emotional learning is a huge part, especially since the pandemic. Michael and his team have focused a lot on making sure that our young guys feel supported. There was a tough span there during the pandemic. So I would say, in addition to what you mentioned, that I, the, the great focus and processes we've developed to make sure that we're checking in with our guys, and Michael can speak more to it about to make sure that they feel supported from a social emotional learning standpoint. Yeah, we, we have a, one, one thing we do in our school, we have a, a, a process we call a minute meeting um, where our counselor, she checks in with our, our guys. At least every, every student gets checked in with at least well, once a month um, to determine you know, where they are. Um, if they need kind of a more intensive meeting, they, she does that. Um, if they need any kind of outside services, you know, in terms of counseling and whatnot, we will help the family. And, but our, our guys are dealing and processing through the world just like um, other students are. And some of the things that they're, they're able to kind of work through and still be as resilient as they are, you know, it's really inspiring. Um, so you really want to make sure they are, you know, in a good place, you know, in terms of their wellness. Uh, so we, we always start with everything, our teachers, our, our parents, everybody, you know, we say wellness is, is number one. So if, if our guys are mentally well um, and they're in a space where they can do well, um, they, they tend to do. So, we, you know, we want to make sure our guys are, um, you know, especially coming out of COVID. Uh, sure. it, w- it was such a, a lonesome time for a lot of us. Uh, so kind of get, get, it's great to be back in school. It's great to kind of have a little bit of, of the norm again. Uh, and, and I think we're, we're thriving. Yeah. yeah, and I think because of this system, I think the number one thing a lot of our guys want is they want that sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. You know, And we talk about at Loyola, we start with an exceptional son. We surround him with a joyful brotherhood so that he can then be part of a powerful legacy. And I think that joyful brotherhood is key. Uh, mm-hmm. These are, you know, you're an eighth grader, yeah. you don't know where, where you're gonna be in life and you come into Loyola and suddenly you're just surrounded by a joyful brotherhood of students as well as these wonderful staff people who really, really take a personal interest in you and care about you. Fantastic. Congratulations to you on your success and uh, this role of helping to uh, pave the way for young people that are following you uh, to Loyola. If if there's a a last word, uh, David, I guess, again, about either support or or just the mission or maybe the receptiveness to the message that you've gotten so far in this campaign, what would that be? Yeah, I, I think what I would say to everybody is if, if, again, if you're interested in the development of young people in the city of Detroit, Loyal is a good investment. If you're interested in Catholic education in the city of Detroit, Loyal is a great investment. And, and finally, too, if you, if you want to con, you know, be part of what we think is an exciting you know, new chapel being built in the city of Detroit for the first time in many, many years, we're a great place. So please come by and see us, see what we're doing. And that, that's really what's most important is before you make any investment, you need to know 
you know, mm-hmm. what you're investing in. And the best way to do that is come by and see Michael and his staff yeah. and what we're doing with our students. We had 100% college acceptance over the last 13 years uh, in Northwest Detroit with those young people. That's, that's impressive stuff. Congratulations, Michael. Thank, Thank you. you. Michael Black, the principal. David Smith, the uh, president of Loyola High School in Detroit, joining us today on the Dave Llewellyn Podcast. Thanks to our producer, director, Josh Bowron. And as I always tried to say on the uh, evening newscasts at Channel 7, uh, stay safe, be kind. We'll see you next time.